It's time for It's Music Right. <laughs> it's getting worse and worse. I know. <laughs> Sadie. Oh, um, from the tropical metropolis of... I always forget the introduction. The tropical metropolis of Hong Kong Island to the uh, urban sprawl that is Los Angeles, California. It is It's Music Right Meow with Sadie, my daughter, and Aaron. Me. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Sadie, how how the... How the hell are you? It's been two weeks. The world's gone even crazier and crazier. There's been amazing protests, people fighting to just stay alive and, and stuff. And I know you've been protesting. How 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 are you? How's everything going in Los Angeles? Um, doing good. We are recovering well. Um, there's still people out here that are active, uh, but businesses good. are starting to open back up. Actually, tonight was the official um gyms can open restaurants can open um there's tons of people outside without their masks on there's tons of people outside with masks on and signs (laughs) please wear your mask so those are the good guys um sadie please please wear your mask please 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 yeah the national guard went home which was nice oh they did to wherever they come from (laughs) (laughs) it's been i mean watching the past two weeks has been just I mean, I, I don't want the protest to end because it's actually working, you know, yeah. and things are, some laws are being put in place and stuff like that, which is good, but it's like, it's just, it's very hyper-local and hyper-specific, and, you know, I'm really wanting it to, like, keep going so that, like, changes, like, long-term changes can be made, but at the same time, it's like, uh, wow, it's just, what a, what a couple, like, just reading the news from afar, being from over here. It's it's just insane to watch. I'm pr- very proud of you out there being out there protesting and stuff, um, and I'm really it's really awesome. Um, but other, over here we're just trying to, you know, there's no protest for that here because they have their own concerns with you know China and everything. Here, so. <laughs> China's scary. <laughs> <laughs> we there was supposed to be a protest uh, last weekend, but then it got canceled, and you know, and here you have to get you have to get all approved and stuff. And um, I just so want to say it's, it's adorable that you can cancel protests. <laughs> you have to you schedule sorry we gotta reschedule that's also the rainy season so the rain has been crazy here and um so you know we've been like trying to step back and give people you know like elevate black voices online and donate money and 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 that kind of stuff but it feels pretty i feel pretty uh helpless and frustrated over here but um but i'm, I'm proud of you for being out there and and doing your part too so yeah. how's how, how how's uh how's i don't know about you but like for me it's Art-wise, I I don't even know what to do art-wise. I'm like, <laughs> just, we're, we're kind of like in our head and no idea how to even, if we should do anything or what. Well, how, how are you with everything? Uh, Pretty dead in the water. Yeah. yeah. It's, I'm tired. I feel like, yeah. you know, one, it's my job to stand up and be vocal and be present um, in something that has just been wrong for since forever and then you know on the other side it's not about me at all so you know i feel a good ally yeah trying to be a good ally um you can't give me too much proud of you credit you know i only went to one protest um and then i've been working but (laughs) it's it's one more than i was able to do so you know i am proud of you so (laughs) yeah and um but I know. But I but I, I totally agree with you. I, I don't think it should stop. I hope that the looters got their thrill 
of getting a bunch of free stuff. They're just shit people. And then the protesters mm. can continue doing what they have been doing the whole time, which is well, protesting peacefully. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of the protesters were like white supremacists. And, you know, there was a lot of bad players who were taking advantage of the protest to riot as well. So it was oh, like, yeah, it, it was, was not, it was, it was a weird just instigators and there was it was a mix of all kinds of a hot mess but uh yeah i mean we had literal me, gangs protecting our businesses yeah. here like the big ones mm, wow. <laughs> so <laughs> for me um i i i i seen i i mean i've been drawing and arting on the side but i haven't really been putting much online and um you know and then i've been trying to make some music and i feel like music is a place where i can kind of you know, I can I can post that and like you know because it's it seems a little as long as it's not like but I I I couldn't write like any love songs or anything like that. I would every time I wrote a song, it ended up being like some like vague song about like usually about trans rights or something like that, and even a song that had like a, an upbeat melody that I shared with you the other day, it was like. All right, I'm right. I'm gonna write a little upbeat melody here and just kind of keep it to myself, and just kind of work on something. I had an idea in my head, but then as the song is shaping up, like because of everything going on and all the news I'm reading, it ends up becoming like a Black Lives Trans Matter movie, like song. I'm like, oh jeez, I can't. <laughs> I to, it, it just I can't. Like I was gonna write a love song, you know. It's like it's really hard to write like goofy little love song right now with everything going on. It's just you know, it's so weird. It's such a we're trying to navigate it and figure out how to be good allies and also, but at the same time, like make art, but then also same time make art. That's not, uh, what's the word? Not contrived, but you know, like not, I don't know, you know, the exploitive of, of the moment and, you know, and all that. And like, you know, so it's like, I mean, it's also first world problems and white privilege and I have no reason to complain. So I'm not complaining. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm going down the rabbit hole of like <laughs> white guilt and shit. <laughs> Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I have. We're uh, we're in the studio tomorrow, and right. I have a song that I've changed the lyrics to um, a couple oh. times now, which is always difficult for me. I, I'm typically once the lyrics are done, it's like done out of my head. And yeah. this one, yeah. I was like, it's not enough. It's not enough. So I have two lines to write out of the whole song, and they're the second two lines of the song, and I'm losing my mind over it. And all I can think of is the protest, and so and the yep. song. You know, the song is about leaving a bad situation, but then, like, you know, this isn't a bad situation that people can leave, so, like, it's so hard to not, yeah, to think of anything else. I can't really think of anything else, so I feel you. I know. I, it's, 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 and it's not complaining. I'm not complaining. I, I you know, I know you're not either. It's just, Mm-mm. but it's just, like, you know, it gets, it, it affects everything, and, you know, and you, you want to be supportive and make it. You know, it's but it's you know I don't I don't know the right words. Megs and I were talking about it at dinner last night about like art and, and what we're working on and 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 it's like you, you get in your head where you're like okay well I I'm not gonna just like draw a white person or whatever <laughs> it's like that's just really I need, but then you're like well now if I just like suddenly start drawing I I draw black people all the time but like now if I draw black people exclusively for a little bit is that is that exploitive is that weird is it should i just like shut up and stop and yeah but then it's like oh or should i use my platform for this should i use my platform for that and you're just like oh my god you get down this like rabbit hole of what to do and and then you end up being paralyzed you're like i'm just gonna stand still and not do anything for (laughs) (laughs) it's like well that's not good yeah (sighs) yeah but 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 i will say but 
I had two wonderful albums to listen to over the past couple weeks to kind of, uh, and I actually went down a few rabbit holes of music too, so that was kind of nice. But, you know, and I'm, this is my really bad transition segue <laughs> to <laughs> our albums. Well, we had two albums, so I figured we might as well get going on, right? Yeah. So you, you, we, all right, so last time we met, we signed each other uh, uh, important key albums of the past decade for each other. You assigned to me, I hope I'm pronouncing it right, Sohn, S-O-H-N's Tremors. Mm-hmm. And I assigned to you Broken Social Scenes, Hug of Thunder. So first of all, what do you think of the assignment before we get into it? Um, Like the assignment in general or the bands that we covered? Ah, whatever you, I don't know. Give me your hot takes. Okay, <laughs> okay. I have I have a question for you, actually. Okay. Um, I had some questions about Broken Social Scene and decided mm. instead of Googling them for myself, I would ask you you because you've been a fan for forever how so (laughs) how does a band that's technically a collective break up you know (laughs) (laughs) that's a good question this is fine this is so and so well they went on a hiatus oh we hate each other so is it a hiatus or did they like you know like like we don't want to do this together anymore for never ever like what (laughs) like what (laughs) it's like i mean i think if you're a collective the idea is that you're gonna be. You're gonna record. You're gonna you know get together periodically and just like smash your ideas together and put together like music. And I guess the, at the moment, you know, Feist was blowing up um, with her stuff, and you know um, the other band people like Amy Milan with Stars and everybody and Metric was everybody's kind of blowing up in the mid two thousands. And I feel like you know they were still doing their thing. They would get up when they can. And, and I think everybody just got busy, you know, and it's like, okay, let's just take the pressure off. Because I think when there's a collective that, like, there's a point where after you made a few albums, there's a pressure of that, are, you're a band now. Right. So you need to make more music. If I look at another example, uh, the New Pornographers, not a collective, but a bit of a super group, if you will, of indie people back in the 2000s, right? Mm-hmm. You got Nico Case, that's big talent, big, very busy. You've got um, AC AC Newman and stuff, and Dan Majar and everything, and so like, there's a they have their own music, and so the idea is like, all right, everybody, you gotta go stop and make an album with as this thing now, and there's a point in, in that where you have to ask yourself, what are we? Like, are we a band, or are we uh are 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 we just a loose like thing that there's no pre- like I think there's a pressure at some point after a couple albums, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. I ask myself what <sighs> I am all the time. <laughs> what am I? Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> Don't send me down a late Miz thing. I know. Do you want to start with? Do you want to start with Broken Social Scene then? Yeah, let's start with it. All right. So I, that's uh, completely not the one I had set up to go here. So Aww, let me just like, let search. me go first. Oh, well, of course I was. <laughs> Why wouldn't I? You're awesome. Um, all right. So first one up i assigned to you one of my very favorite albums of the past decade and it's one from just a few years ago broken social scenes hug of thunder let me just get right into the actual first real song Woo! yeah <laughs> i'm like dancing <laughs> so am I. <laughs> if I if i break the mic it's All right, so I assigned this one to you. So I'll, you go first. What? What are you? I don't know, what's your take? What's your thoughts? What's what's? What do you want to do? Where do you want to go? What's up? I thought. 
that it was epic. Oh! I loved it. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I guess I gotta be honest with you. All right, I let you. Um, I hate interrupting, but I was so excited to give you this album. I've been wanting you to love this album probably since it came out, <laughs> and I probably sent it to you back in 2017. I was <laughs> I like, be a bit go away. <laughs> I'm in my third so emo phase. <laughs> in 2017, I, this came out right after my birthday. Um, I turned 45. And um, I, I listened to this thing on my bike rides to work all the time. And it was just like, uh, all right, never mind. I'll stop. All right, so what do you, all right, what are your thoughts? Epic, besides epic. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. It was just, it was epic. It was fun. I loved all of the different singers. You know, I the only person I could really say I know for sure is feist um she's the most famous for sure yeah well and i'm a i'm a weird feist fan i've actually gotten into a lot of conversations about her with my old roommates um most people are feist fans with like the i can't remember what album but it was like with the one two three four song and that really happy loves you know like happy love indie music which you and megan love so much and i do not like it but then she came out with (laughs) medals and i was absolutely obsessed like all through high school i learned every single one of the songs on that album i thought it was really oh yeah i thought it was pure magic i'm like oh my god who are you and then the second and then the following album came out and i was like okay this is kind of half and half um but there's p most of the people i've met have liked the previous album and not metals or just metals and not the previous album which i thought was interesting um but other than that I, I thought, you know, literally every song was good and I laughed a lot every time I had to listen to the intro because I thought of you on your bike. <laughs> just like, whoa. <laughs> All of a sudden for it to just blast you right from the one, beginning. One of, one of my top songs of 2017, the most one of my most played songs in 2017 was So Luna. <laughs> one, the one minute, 20 second intro song. <laughs> yeah, so, um, oh crap. I just started playing it. So I'm trying to look at the song list. I'm so prepared. That's okay. I'm, I'm um, letting it play up a little here. Yeah, Go ahead. This, was, this was an album where it got to the end and started over. And I was like, oh, what? Instead of like, oh, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I want to yeah. listen to it again. I, I thought it was really fun. I thought it went through all of the waves of super big and loud and fun to like emotional to quiet and soft. Yeah. I thought it had it had it all. I was very impressed. It has its like proggy moments because it it, it like it, it it the sound the 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 times change up the everything goes up and down and left and right and there's like quiet moments and there's tension there's like chaos but then it quiets down and I just love how like to me I, I like Brooklyn Social Social a lot but they're near my favorite band you know, I always like liked them I would listen to a few of their songs and I would put them on mixtapes and I liked their albums but I never like as they didn't they never it always felt very collectively and less like it wasn't cohesive and then this one i mean it was just they just it's maybe the break was perfect they all went out and did their thing and then it came back and just like like just it gelled perfectly and i and i don't know what it was about this one but it just was absolutely perfect for me i mean i even liked all right so i hate i hate 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 plugged in acoustic guitar <laughs> so like this it's like one of my least favorite sounds in the entire world, but I love the song Skyline. That's that plugged in acoustic guitar right there. You hear oh, it? Oh, it's so tinny, yeah. You know exactly I what I'm exactly talking about. I know exactly what you're but, talking about. But as the song goes on, 
it like it fades out as everything else is taking over the song and it's just like the most it's just this beautiful thing that i end up loving the stupid acoustic guitar at the beginning <laughs> oh yeah but i mean the album has just got moments and so many moments that i absolutely love like if i go to protest song i oh, love protest song but yeah really is a good one yeah. um but or a uh, hug of thunder hug of thunder is the the title track is it's like I yeah mean, go girl <laughs> It's like the complete opposite to the song that was before. The song before it was Vanity Pale Kids, which is like, and it's kind of like everybody going. It's written by thirteen people, and you can hear every single element of that. And then it goes to this song with Feist, where she kind of like apparently this was completely improv, where they were just kind of the lead guy Kevin was like asleep on the couch in the studio, and they're just kind of playing a bass line, and Feist is just kind of doing her thing. And then it ends up being like, he wakes up and he's like, oh my God, record that. What are you doing, <laughs> stupid? <laughs> this is so good. Yeah. I, I mean, the, the the words, I mean, all along, all along, we're going to feel some numbness, oxymoron of our lives, getting fed up by that hunger, super size we found inside. I mean, this shit like that's like, oh. So good. So good, so good. Alright, um, what else? Oh my god, there was like there's like video game moments, there's like on the towers and masons. Um I got this thing is on the two forty mark. Let's see here. Here it goes. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's just a bunch of little moments that you can just eat into, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this album, like for me, like it's to me, it's a it's a perfect album. Like there's not a bad song on it. It goes, it ebb and flows. It, it tells a story. It was inspired by the 2015 terrorist attacks in Paris, and you know, and it has like a the idea behind it is that through all the chaos, there's a hug and the hug of thunder. Like so, you have a hug throughout the chaos, and that's kind of the theme throughout the whole thing. Is like you know be enveloping you in like emotion that, that were there for you and all that stuff and it's just like it's it's just kind of amazing that's all i gotta say yeah i yeah i completely agree i didn't care who was singing what or why i thought every song was just super well thought out it's cool to hear that hug of thunder was improv because to me that sounded so prepared and so perfectly executed i'm like this is a song this is i get why it's the title track so that's really cool yeah. Yeah, like it was uh go ahead, sorry. That's it. I just liked it. I don't know. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. All right, you mentioned you like protest song, right? I did, yeah. Let's get the So who sings this? Um, I think this is uh the woman from Metric, Emily Haynes, oh, if okay. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I like her. She's got a little breathy voice. Yeah, I knew like yeah. all of the words by the second listen. It's just a sing-along <laughs> jam. I like the bridge. There's this beautiful bridge at the 216 moment. Let me go scooch over to that right about. Let me just hair. Oh, yeah. Right there. It's so good, right? Like we're totally like fanning out of this. This is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> such a, this is such an in-depth review. I gotta say, people. <laughs> it's so good, guys. Just listen to it. Just listen to this stupid album and like it, you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> 
Were there any other moments that stood out for you that you want to talk about? Or are you just like, oh, just good? I just, uh, it was just really good. It was, you know, it'll, it'll be on my road trip rotation for sure. Um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I just had a good time. It put me in a good mood. It was fun. Yeah. Let me put on uh, real quick though. Like the hug of thunder followed the vanity pale kids, which is like such a bizarre little song. It's just like, and then I'll just say, um, guess one. I think for me, like, let me just let this start up for a second. No, I'll talk. I mean, it's like, what? Oh, yeah. When I would listen yeah. to this uh, just halfway through, I would start right after Hulk of Thunder, and this would come on, and I'd be like, oh, what? Just... <laughs> oh, excuse me. I burped. <laughs> <laughs> Are you nervous? <laughs> <laughs> so for me, like, when this album came out, I, 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 I've always like shared with you different like prog rock songs over the years and stuff like that. And I, I know prog isn't always your thing, but you tend to write sometimes kind of proggy every now and then. <laughs> so I was always, I'm always on like keeping the ear off for something that's got like a little bit of a prog flavor to it that like maybe would be in your wheelhouse. And I know that this is like all, this has just got everybody and it's got, I think like 19 people on it um, doing their thing. But when this album came out, it's just like, I was like, oh, I just wanted you to like it. And I wanted it. Every once in a while, I have something I come across that I just want you to like love so much. And I'm like, oh, please love this album. <laughs> <laughs> just give me some time. Just give me some time. <sighs> we gave, you know, this just took a podcast three years later to make it happen. Yeah. That's all. It's all good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, I'm glad you really liked it. That makes me so, so happy. For me, this is like a perfect album and so like a plus like everything about it a plus great. in my it, book yeah whoa damn not even just an a you went all in yeah wow it was art Fuck. dad i don't even know what to say i'm like i'm honestly just don't cry <laughs> it was at that moment i knew that <laughs> all right well shit that's enough of that album then so because we have nothing else to say, so there you go. Um, Seven minutes of it, go. so good. <laughs> <laughs> Which we should have started with yours then, because why you hated you know, it? Who wants to? Who no? Who wants to hear us just like fawn over an album like completely like with no? We have nothing meaty to say. We're just like it's just fucking great. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you assigned for me on uh, uh, quite on the opposite spectrum of music. Uh, let me just get started here. Tremors by am I pronouncing it right? Son like John Son? No idea. <laughs> Alright, let me let this start up here. Ah, okay. That's kind of how the song goes, so. Yeah. So, what'd you think? Can I'm nervous now. Oh, okay, yeah, I gotta it's wait. It's getting prettier. It's getting prettier. You got to just get into the drums or something. I don't know. There's no, I don't know. If there, is, there, is there drums in the song? I can't remember. Uh-huh. Let me scooch up here. Yeah. There you go. Okay. I really like this album a lot. Yay! Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> And I realized I'm familiar with one of the songs. Um, I I know the song uh, Blood Flows. Okay, it was on a lot of playlists. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Because it has that moment. Let me just... All right, let me let it play for a second. Then I'll switch over to where I, with the part I love. Like the 
I mean, at the beginning, it sounds like not much. I mean, it's just simple. You know, a little synthy with him doing. He, like, uh, his voice is beautiful, by the way. Just like, just lovely voice. Yeah. Just a beautiful like. I don't know if what was this a soprano? I don't know what that's called. Anyway. I think so. Right. It's pretty high for it's a not guy at least. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's really pretty. Okay, so that's the gist of the song. But when you get to, is it around the three minute mark I wrote? Let me back up to like 2.50. Right here. Oh, I've got goosebumps. Mm-hmm. Chord change. Nope, not yet. Oh, they're like holding on to that chord. Mm-hmm. Holding it on. Here it comes. Maybe it's passing tones, Dad. Passing it. tones. There it is. Oh, such a subtle change. Uh, that that moment for me was like it, it I, and I remembered it from hearing it before and I've heard it on some of my playlists before I think this is showing up on my alternative R&B playlist but I'm not 100% mm, sure it could be yeah because I think that's where he his music style technically falls under but honestly when you listen to the first song like you don't know like what we're listening to you don't know if, is it is this new age is this pop is it like what are we like i don't know it, it almost has like a weird new agey kind of vibe to it that just happens to have like r&b elements and stuff mm-hmm. but like it reminds me in some ways almost of world music a little bit too it reminds me a little bit sometimes of like peter gabriel in some sense like his later work and things um but i like that i like that he's kind of skirting the genre and he's not quite any of those things. I guess the closest thing would be like a James Blake. What's that guy's guy? James. James Blake. That's how we listen to. The guy does a lot of vocoder work and stuff. Yeah. I'm sorry. I freaked out. I thought you were going to say James Blunt. I was like, no. no, no. Yeah. He reminds me a lot of James Blunt. You're beautiful. It's true. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly who he thinks I'm thinking of is James Blunt. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it has that kind of like. It's in the weekend. It's in James Blake. It's it's mm-hmm. in that kind of realm, but there's still like a an element of. It's not quite R and B. It's not quite pop. Yeah. It's not quite electronic. Yeah. And there's a little bit of like a world music to it in a way, just a little bit. Like it's just enough to kind of keep it outside the edge and not quite like. It's not R and B like juicy R and B. You know, it's not like he's not like you no know, my love for you it's like not like that it's like it's you can it, it sounds like he's talking about other things out there like something <sighs> i really liked it it's, i really Good. liked it <laughs> and i think what i really liked that too is like the use of vocoder or the voicemail bit whatever you want i thought call you it. would <laughs> you know because, i mean all right let me go to the wheel this is the first song was, i heard by son was the wheel yeah By the way, the, the lyrics of this are like pretty dead on for the protest right exactly. now. Exactly. Like he talks about I can't breathe and you know lies me lost and you're like fuck. <laughs> Reinventing the little, wheel. Little little on, little on the nose there. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I mean that's six years ago, but <laughs> died I died a week ago. And you're like fuck. Double fuck. <laughs> It's called on video. The very last. Jeez, Dad. I'm like, God, God, right on the nose. Jeez. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not laughing at like, I'm it's just not like funny, the absurdity, the insanity geez. of. Yeah, it's not a funny laugh. It's it's just like, fuck, what? <laughs> I'm like on the train. I'm like, Jesus. 
<laughs> and you know what I also love is that um, like one of my favorite artists is uh, Laurie Anderson and Laurie Anderson famously used vocoder in this kind of way in a repetitious kind of like as the rhythm you know like yeah like one of my very 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 favorite songs in the whole wide world I feel like I'm out of breath for some reason there. You're excited today. Glory. It's okay. Every, I everything am. I'm everything really sounds jazzed. good. <laughs> All right, right. All right, here's a song by Laurie Anderson called uh Oh Superman. And I think it's from like I don't know what yours is from. It's always like eighties or maybe even older. It's a beautiful song and the it goes the entire song almost. And she famously plays an electric violin. Oh, cool. That's also often tied up to like sound effects and shit like that, too. All right, let me get back to this song, though. All right. So <laughs> it's a long song, and it just goes, it's a really poignant song and everything like that. So it's really good. So, like, this, when I put on someone, like, this song and. Tempest, and then I think there's a song toward the end that also gets really good with the vocoder, which I think is like Lessons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Lessons it is just, very good. It's just like, yeah, it's just like, it makes me want to keep exploring that, you know, and keep exploring using vocal effects as things besides your voice, you know? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. I'm so happy. Um, why, 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 what did you, why did you, what made you fall in love with this album? Why did it become so influential for you? So on just a first complete listener basis and not you know me being a super analytical i was like man this guy is so simple he's so simple and it's so powerful and his lyrics are feel everything feels easy you know it feels easy and vague and relatable and it's catchy and the i love the percussion i love the stick clicks that come in um and all the wheels i think all of the beats are awesome they go well with the vocoder and and i'm like man there's just like you know loops and stuff i'm like dude this guy like how'd you how'd you do that and i feel like i tend to write you know you said i tend to write kind of proggy even though i don't really know what that means i'm like what did i do um it just it means proggy means it's not like you're not doing a 4-4 beat and doing like a b a b c b like i mean that's 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 pop and that's rock. That's like 99.9% of all music. You know, where Prague is, is not afraid to stop, change it up, play with tension, play with like really play with tension, like use like classical and, and jazz elements to to like manipulate a song and do things versus just like chord changes basically you know what i'm saying yeah like they really like yeah yeah all right that's that's probably basically <laughs> right so yeah so i'm listening to this guy like man he's so simple i feel like my my lyrics are very not simple and you know i always feel and maybe it's just because it's me doing it i always feel like everything mm-hmm. is so personal and so detailed and so you know blah 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 and it's got to get to you know a point where this guy throws a loop on and just says like the same thing that's very impactful over and over again um and then i think i want to say a couple months ago his live version which i just sent you of um artifice or artifice or so i don't know how you say it i think it's artifice artifice um came on one of my playlists this live version and i was like oh shit this is not simple at all there's nothing really simple about this so then i would go back and listen and like really listen and there's a lot of little things going on that just make every part of this song so interesting so i'll let you hear it so this is 
This is Artifice live at the Metropoli Orc Fest. Yeah. Whatever that is. He's got strings up there. He's got a drummer. He's got all of it. My notes for this song, not the live version, but the original is uh, like number three. Then we start grooving. Nice pop song with excellent <laughs> use of synths. Lyrical reference back to the wheel. He refers back to the wheel. Yes, he does. It's the end of the chorus. All right, and here's the original. It's pretty on point. Got a little more percussion going on. Yeah. More hands. That, that heavy scent. <laughs> yeah. I wrote an excellent, like also excellent use of scents. Like that's one thing that that goes through the entire album is I I really love his his use of synthesize of the sense synths. Oh, <laughs> that he uses throughout the entire he's real big on the ar- arpeggios you know like he does it on uh i think i mean i think i'm using the word right like if i go to less uh, lessons yep that's an arpeggio arpeggiator so that's a really 80s version like a really like that's a real 80s muffled one that like you would hear on stranger things mm-hmm. and i think this is this predates stranger things but he does he does a lot of that you'll hear it pop up like on a few songs the arpeggio like synthy thing which I really, 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 really love. And when I watched Stranger Things for the first time last year, that's right, I'm late, I'm a late bloomer to that. Um, you know, it had a ton of it because it's a very 80s thing. Yeah. And um, uh, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I felt like the more, the more I listened to this album, you know, the more takeaways I got. I learned more things, I heard more, you know, and it was yeah. either just I was listening harder or I was growing as a musician to be able to point these things out but i always felt like there was just something i could grab from each song to that i had hadn't heard before i hadn't really thought about i thought it was pretty That's, genius work for just being a dude with some vocoders and some loops and stuff i think yeah i think he's fantastic absolutely and i think i got lights um, there's that i love that fuck and then on lights if I get to the 320 mark real fast, I wrote a note there. So I was like, he brings back those hiccups in the 80s synth in just a second. Nice. So you get a mix of like 80 synth. With a little vocodery hiccupy thing going on, and I just I really love that. Yeah, it's nice. Turn up nice and slow. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful fade. And this is the song. This is Vito. Vito gave me. It's a very stark intro, and then musically it goes into like this. Has a, I have the, like a Peter Gabriel kind of vibe to it, and it's got this really nice like outro to the song. Um, it, this is just a an easy simple song. But really pretty and just like if you want to leave this So I went online after I liked it Yay. and checked the reviews and like Pitchfork kinda gave it like a five out of ten. Oh, <laughs> poor guy. <laughs> <laughs> they, I think they they saw it as like a kind of a bit of a, a bland knockoff of some people, um, and you know like a beaver a b b movie version of like some people like like the Blakes and whatever that you might like, 
And um, and honestly, I didn't see that at all. I really felt like this guy was kind of doing something different. You know, he was he wasn't being like I said, he wasn't going all in on the R&B. He wasn't going in on all in on whatever Blake does. Last time I heard Blake, it was kind of a weird thing. Mm-hmm. He's kind of doing this like he's he feels a little more world musically in some way and maybe it's the use of the 80s a lot or maybe it's the use of the thematic being kind of out there but it really felt more global i don't know the word is world musically in a way yeah you know what i'm saying i don't know yeah 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 well i mean even if pitchfork gave him a five i mean his two songs off this album on his top five have over 23 million plays yeah, yeah. so it's like dude you did something <laughs> right here <laughs> if there's if there's one thing anyone should take away from our podcast it is that music reviews are a hundred percent subjective always <laughs> i mean you and i don't always agree on music and like and it doesn't mean you're wrong or i'm wrong it just means like you connect with something and like something and i, and I don't or vice versa and that's that's music. And I, I thought about this the other day. A friend of mine online um, posted, um, like, there's a, a band called Guided by Voices, and they have an album called Bees, Bees, Bees Thousand. And he was like, he was talking about on Twitter, like, how it's such a perfect album. And every time I listen to it, I come back to it. It's like, this is, he, he, and the way he worded it was almost like it's objective, objectively a person, per, perfect album. Mm-hmm. And so I wrote him back and I was like, you know, he's a friend of mine. He, he used to be a music blogger like me. And I was like, um, I was like, it's not my jam. I never like guided by voices. I said, but I'm glad you have something that you love so much. And then he wrote back and was like, oh, yeah. He's like, he's like, well, what are some, what are some of your favorite, like, perfect albums? And so I gave a list, including Hug of Thunder, of course. And then, <laughs> you know, we kind of went back and forth a little bit. And then you realize, like, like it's, it's, it, there is, there is no such thing as a perfect album objectively. You either love something completely and unabashedly in every song just eat it up or you don't and like and that's that's it like pitchfork might give something a 10 like fiona apple's Mm -hmm. last album and you and i thought it was like almost a 10 yeah (laughs) i mean (laughs) i feel i yeah i feel like a 10 is very extreme i i think whoever you know gave her attend was like finally you know they felt it yeah they, yeah they i mean i just think it deserves you know an eight to a ten but like damn this guy got a five yeah and all I mean, of a sudden i don't you, really care for anymore. you it's a ten and yeah. for you this is a perfect dumb so yeah. it's like it's just gonna show you it's all it's all bullshit so i i feel like the best thing to do is you find reviewers that you tend to agree with and then you can like kind of find music that way it's a great way to find music but never let a reviewer tell you what is like factually good or factually bad you know what i'm saying there's no such thing as bad music there's music you like and there's music you don't like period boom done yeah i do have to say as feedback for the own album that i picked that once i got past halfway on a full listen through i kind of stopped paying attention but i think it's because i love the first five or six songs so much I understand that. That I was like, meh, but then I, you know, going back and listening to them individually, I'm like, oh yeah, oh yeah, I like it, I like it. But I, but eventually I was like, this this album made me more tired than like Hug of Thunder did. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's a lot more chill. Yeah. Um, but I I hear you because like for me like when I get the Paralyzed, um, which is a, it's a nice little song, but there's not much going on. I was like, you know, all right. And then go back yeah, to the drums. And then he <laughs> <laughs> goes to the full, which is a really cool song. It's like a, nice, it's a neat little push and pull thing. But and then when it gets the lights, 
I'm like, it's really nice, and I really liked it. But I was, I, I was starting to miss like the vocal, like playing with the vocoder thing. Yeah. Because I feel like it had been like three songs or so, which is we heard it, and it was like, okay, this is cool. But are we done with that? Like, but then he brings it back at the 320 mark on this song. I'm like, all right, we're back. Just <laughs> 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 quick cat nap. And then of course the finale was Tremors, the 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 title track, which was pretty pretty minimalist for a while, but then it does like some really cool synthy organ stuff again and stuff. So I'm gonna have to give this album Oh, oh no. So like a, I'm trying to decide if it's like an A or an A minus. Like I think I'm gonna I gotta say I'll say A minus. Okay. And and just because there is it. like three songs where I probably if I wasn't listening to the album, I wouldn't go listen to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, like, and so I, I maybe name, I say A minus, but just like A minus for me is like, that's a fucking great album. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so for you, is it an A plus or is it more like an A? I, I'm gonna give it an A plus. Yeah. I, I want to say I don't yeah. like it less than Hunk of Thunder. So. Oh, nice. Interesting. I like that. <laughs> if that makes any but you sense like it at all. More than, but you like it more than uh, the new Fiona Apple. Um, I'm less stressed out when I listen to this <laughs> I honestly can say I have not gone back and listened to Fiona Apple's album Damn. since we reviewed it. I haven't gone back. It's, it's, a, it's a lot. I'm sure I'll be ready, you know, like a year but <laughs> for, I, my, my, I, my, my critique still holds for me. It's just too long. It's too like much. those last three songs, like shouldn't be on, like for me, those should be bonus tracks. Like there's a great finale and it, and then it like, ah, oh, yeah, we're done. And it's just like, it's so good. And like, I'm full and happy. And then it's like, hey, well, here's a few more songs. You're like, ah, oh. <laughs> who gave your garage band? Make it stop. <laughs> I can't have dessert. I'm too full. All right. So let me ask you a question. This has been on my mind, and I want to talk about it now because it's it's related to this to the Stone album. What are your thoughts on things like vocoders and auto tunes and stuff like that with voice ma- manipulation techniques? Do you? Because I'll tell you, I see where it's come from. Um, there's a, a a YouTuber that I really like, um, Adam something something I've sent you before. He just goes into music theory and talks about music and shit. And he did a thing where they recorded a a, a, a song, a really like intense like a song, like in uh, like twenty four hours or like that. And it was like they had a, no, they had to make a musical or, or something like that. Anyway, doesn't matter. The point is that it used vocoder in it or it used the auto tune in it. And then suddenly he got a shit ton of like hate mail from it for the use of of auto tune in the track. He's not the singer; he's a bassist. But he's also like a writer and shit. He went to Berkeley and he does all this. Oh, good for him. You know, he, you know what I'm saying? He's he's a really cool guy. He does really... It's a nice little YouTube channel. And I've learned a lot from it. Um, but he got, like, a ton of, like, hate mail in his comments about the use of autotune. And he he defended the use of autotune. And I, I think autotune's fine. You know, to me, using your voice... Your voice is just another instrument. And, like, using the tools that are available to make that instrument do interesting things that fit for the music, as long as it works for the music, is, like, fine. But, like, what do you think about auto-tune and vocoders and voice manipulations and stuff like that so what i was taught um since college and being in the studio and recording is that you can you can fix a note but you can't fix a feeling and that goes for any instrument even even digital instruments even the way i play 
my keys if i'm if i'm playing my digital piano that goes into midi that goes into the computer and i'm thinking more technically than i am really thinking about the music it always feels different um i could sing a song that you wouldn't hear it be off key but sometimes autotune brings it up into a spot where all of a sudden it clicks in with all of your other instruments that are possibly perfectly tuned possibly digital and so if you throw in digital music and midi editing and all of these perfect stuff and then you don't have tuned vocals it's gonna sound weird to be honest um i don't think autotune fixes a performance i think pop music overuses it especially top 40 pop um for sure i've gotten to a point where i can hear it now and it drives me nuts i mean it's definitely it's definitely a gimmick that's used as a I think it's used. I mean, I think a lot of top forty music is often the manufactured stuff is very much often like, oh, this is a trend. Therefore, we will use it now and obviously use it on all of our songs. Like, so I think that's right. That's one thing. But I, think I, don't, a, I don't. Yeah, I think there's a difference between using. Um, there's a difference between using auto tune to fix something or to use it stylized or to use it as an enhancement. If you're using it to fix, then you're probably wrong. If you're like, yeah. dude. I you just like killed this line and it's like perfect performance. The emotions are there. It gives me goosebumps and you're a little flat. Pump it up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like you you won't get that again if a singer is focusing on a perfect note rather than, you know, a perfect feeling. So Oh, tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's brutal. When you when you're like trying to nail a note and you're missing it and then you like try harder oh yeah (laughs) it only gets so much worse (laughs) it's so much worse yeah than if you just you know it's it's the practice and preparation thing you practice all the technical stuff so then when you show up into the room it's all uh, all that's out the window it's done you just do what you're supposed to do um i you know i when edm and and all of this electronic music and stuff started being super prominent at least in my life i hated it um you know i grew up playing classical piano and i wanted to be i don't know what i wanted to be nora jones um <laughs> you know i wanted all live instruments all live everything and then i listened to um a skrillex album that like actually made me feel something and i was like okay i'll pay more attention but um <laughs> but uh you know i i like vocoders i like auto-tune to an extent um for example i like Kanye West, I know you don't. I think he is very I'm, smart. I'm a hundred. I am a hundred percent tuned up for a song that is like I'm literally ready to go. Like, yeah. Like this. I mean, I was ready to. Pro, I was going to play the song for you right now. <laughs> You're half second yeah. off. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, so he's not singing this to be perfect, to have it fixed. You know, he's singing it to have feeling. And even with the vocoder, it still proves feeling. So it's like, what the hell? Do it. Yeah, that's the way I see it, too. I feel like if you're... I think the way you said it makes perfect sense. If you're using it to fix it, then that's not good. But if you're using it as an effect, it's, it's pretty much the same to me as using a distortion pedal on a guitar or... Or like, you know, or anything else really. Like it's just you putting a microphone over there instead of over here, like when you're doing a drum thing or whatever it is, like it's just a way to make an emotion or make a sound. Like purity is fine if that's your thing. But if you 
I think why limit yourself to to something right. like if there's a tool out there that creates the emotion that you're trying to convey in your music, no matter what it is, use it. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're not we're not in the world anymore where recording is to tape and you have to be signed to a record label to go in. I mean if that's how it was, then yeah, you got to be perfect, get away. Yeah, you know. But we don't live in that world anymore, and we have you know home studios everywhere we have everyone recording from laptops you have me sampling my neighbors outside with my microphone out the window like (laughs) there's there there's a lot of options and i think if yeah if you give a good performance then it doesn't matter can you wreck your song with autotune absolutely oh yeah yeah, yeah, i i've done things where i've sung like i you know i like big background vocal stacks and so i I tend to, even in the songs I do for work, I'll do like eight to 12. Um, sometimes it doesn't matter if I tune them, they are just wrong and terrible and I agonize over it and I can't fix it. And then I end up having to do them all over again. Um, and so, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't fix everything. If I can, I can tell when I'm like, oh, I don't know, but I'll fix it later. Like you can hear that. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like I, it's one of those. I'll fix it later. And then you, and you listen to it on your iPhone with like no headphones, oh. like on the iPhone speaker. It's like, there it is, right in your Woo. face. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. I was like, oh, I nailed it. I nailed it. Thank God I finally nailed it. And then you go put on your earbuds and you have it like down low and you're like, oh, I, I, I did not nail that at all. Yeah. <laughs> Here's, I think, one of the original, one of the big auto two songs back in the probably the 90s or something 98 come on sing it oh no oh it's share eventually <laughs> I didn't know the song has such an intro <laughs> oh no share like share owned the auto-tune when she came back as like a disco queen i don't care what I'm anyone says i'm not a fan of share oh you don't have to be This 90s. I okay. hate it. Wait till you get to the chorus. <laughs> oh my god. Now, I, I think, to be fair, I think shares might have needed a little help back then. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Boom. Oh, this song has a verse. Okay. Yeah. yeah i mean you can you can tell that like that no like like she didn't quite hit it and so it's fighting this like weird curve on top of the autotune so it's like no you know so i love it i I don't know i just sometimes man and and that might just not be my genre of music like there's a you know people Oh yeah, love yeah, that yeah. stuff. I mean, but it reminds me of Jason icon. Derulo, and I hate that guy. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I think yeah. in summary, you know, use use the tools you want to use, and goddamn the rest. If it if it makes the your art what it what you have envisioned for it to be, then then do it, and you know, everybody can go to hell. Exactly, um, go to hell. You know, I mean, I think about like I was thinking about like Neutral Milk Hotel when I shared with you the album in um in the airplane over the sea, like. You know, he's got the acoustic guitar. I think he's got it, like, going to a microphone that goes through a distortion pedal that's going through this thing. And it's like there's nothing. You take that versus the people who, like, plug in their 
their acoustic guitar that I mentioned earlier for Skyline, you know, versus people put like a microphone in front of a guitar and just kind of capture it from, you know, straight out of the strings there, like in this period. I mean, that's three different, completely different sounds to do three completely different aesthetics. And whichever one is right for you, you know, fucking do it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Just wanted to get your thoughts on it because all these things kind of came together when you thought about Stone. I thought about that YouTube video and then I thought about everything and my own use of vocoder because I'm by myself here. So I use it to also harmonize myself and just have fun with it. And, you know, mm-hmm. why not? You know? Oh, yeah. Why not? I have a vocoder yeah. pedal that I love nice. dearly. Nice. Mm-hmm. Huh. Oh, so holy shit. What we, who's, I, I didn't pick an album. I didn't out. pick like, an what's album. What's our next album? album? You picked one. Oh. <laughs> Damn it. All right, all right, all right, all right. We really should have organized that by this. Can I, can I throw you for a loop since we both yes. picked an album that we both liked and I graciously did not give you a rap album for this. Oh, I'm not going to give you a rap album, I promise. Oh. <laughs> I promise. And by the way, there's n- I have nothing against rap. Neither do I. I just have. I just don't want to deal with it right now. Time, <laughs> I have the hardest time getting into rap rap albums. I have, I've tried. We've listened to a few in our program and I've enjoyed them. But I just, I never go back to them. I, I just, I struggle. I don't know. I, I mean, but I'm willing to give a shot, you know? I'm mm-hmm. give a shot. Okay. So <sighs> I don't know how you're going to feel about this album. So I'm oh, going Lord. to, yeah. So I'm going to give it to you. But this is um, one of my favorite artists and also another big inspiration for me. Um, okay. 2020 album, Before Love Came to Kill Us by Jesse Reyes. Before Love Came to Kill Us. By Jesse Reyes, the debut album. Oh, Canadian! Oh, sweet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's nice. Canadian. Her parents are from Colombia. She's worked with uh, Black. Worked with a few people. Eminem. Very, very cool. She was em- featured. Eminem. She was featured twice on Eminem's last album, which is insane. Tw- is that insane? I have no idea. Is that, is that good? I'm assuming it's that I know good. it's good. For, it's pretty good. Let's see what we got here. Let's, let's put on a remix. Oh, don't put on a remix. What are you doing? <laughs> oh, I already like her voice. That's not her. What is this? No? I don't know. It's a remix. <laughs> All right, fine. How did you find a remix? It's one of the top played album, pop top things on her on her Spotify. Is this Promises with Sam Smith remix. Oh, that, well, that was Sam Smith, Dad. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be fun. I'm excited. Yeah. <sighs> All right. So we'll let, uh, we'll let, uh, okay. Oh what's the name? Jesse Reyes. We'll just let Reyes uh, play us out here. So Sadie, once again, as always, it's been a wonderful pleasure chatting music with you. Yay for music. This was a good one. This was intense. Yeah. I love it. There's a lot of music and it was a lot of, it was very complete polar opposites of each other. And that made me quite happy and quite joyous. Good. So good stuff. Very good. I'm glad you liked uh, Broken Social Scenes, Hug of Thunder. It was fun. It was a, It was very nice. Thank you. Hmm. All right. Well, that'll do it for us. Um, everybody, get out there. Be safe. Um, wear your mask, please. Wash your hands. Give yourself, everybody a little space so you don't get sick and die. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, the, guys, the virus is not over, you know? Not even close. <laughs> Damn it, not Florida. Even, we're on our second surge now. The hospitals are getting full. Wear your mask, people. Come on. Just like Hong Kong. Everybody wears a mask here. 100% wear your damn mask. It's okay. Um, And then wash your hands. (laughs) (laughs) 
and just get away from people <laughs> stay home <laughs> stay home <laughs> if if you have to work work but wear a mask get takeout all right okay until next time this is uh this is aaron saying bye and bye is that what bye. we do i was gonna say what i, was, gonna say? I was, was like you meant you should say like this is sadie oh this is sadie I, I was trying to say goodbye <laughs> <And Aaron. laughs> bye bye